Week one of the NFL season is upon us. The Arizona Cardinals just days away from kicking off things with a tough road contest in Nashville against the Tennessee Titans, a team that's been to the postseason in back-to-back years. How can they slow down King Henry in this juiced-up Titans offense? Alex and I, we've got that for you. Plus, a full-season prediction, full-game preview. It's all right now. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's nearly time to rise up Red Sea officially for the first time of the 2021 NFL season, the Arizona Cardinals Open things up in Nash Vegas against Derrick Henry, the Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. We heard about all those guys in yesterday's podcast from Tyler Rowland during our crossover podcast with Locked On Titans. Check it out, our YouTube channel, or, of course, wherever you find podcasts. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy hanging out with you, and we're going to get into this game. We're going to give you our predictions about how we think things are going to transpire with the 10 a.m. kickoff here in the desert in Nashville, the Music City. We'll see if there's another miracle on the books for the Titans or if Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury can, in back-to-back seasons, surprise everybody with a victory like they did in Santa Clara last year. Uh, full, you know, We're going to predict what the Arizona Cardinals record is going to be, Alex. Also, we're going to get into a couple of the lines and in, in, in odds in this contest, according to our friends over at betonline.ag. Yeah, uh, we're going to... Uh, unveil our Friday five. We'll be doing it the third segment of every Friday podcast. We are going to uh, predict the winner, the score, the spread, the over under, and we have a fun prop every week that we're going to have this time. It's going to be Kyler Murray and his rushing yards. Really interesting number. And Bo and I already yeah. disagreed with it. As you can tell, I've been hit by the I'm allergic to Bo Brock bug. And right. uh, for those that live in Arizona, you feel you have felt what I'm feeling right now. The Palo Verde trees have completely mm. abused my life for the past four and a half hours. And that's why I look like Rudolph, the red nosed damn reindeer. But yeah, I'm excited, man. I mean, it's all come to this. We're 48 hours away from Cliff Kingsbury, potentially playing, you know, coaching his last ever season <laughs> as a head coach and Steve Kime, maybe not being a GM after the 2021 season or, the Cardinals flipping the script on the question marks surrounding them from a national perspective and local perspective. There's so many possibilities. We have no idea what's going to happen. So it's going to be awesome. I feel like, yeah, I feel like there's been such vitriol for Cliff Kingsbury this offseason, and it, it's kind of become a parody of itself. Uh, and, and it's going to take the Cardinals playing a game to either, um, you know, obviously legitimize some of those, the, the criticism of K2 or kind of buck that a little bit. But, you know, it, it is going to be interesting. I mean, I almost feel like sometimes some Cardinals, there are some people in the like darkest reaches of the Internet that aren't even re- re- rooting for their own team because they despise Cliff Kingsbury so much and they feel like he's so overmatched and overwhelmed as a head coach. We're going to see. I mean, this is going to be a great opportunity for this offense to kind of open things up just right out of the gates. Uh, as we start to break down this game, we heard from Tyler Rowland and, you know, I, he didn't tell me anything yesterday, Alex, that 
inspired any faith in this Tennessee Titans defense. Like their secondary was a is a complete rework. Malcolm Butler was their CB one last year. They release a couple guys. You know, they let Butler walk. He ends up retiring. Vance Joseph had some comments that were interesting about Ma- Malcolm Butler and his status. By the way, we'll tell you about that before we get out of here. But also. You know, they let go of Adoree Jackson. He's now a member of the New York Giants. And they bring in, I guess his name now is Jackrabbit Jenkins, Janoris Jenkins, who has haunted Arizona Cardinal signal callers back in his Rams days, but uh, a little bit longer in the tooth. That's your best corner. And then you got a couple young bucks, some guys at the Arizona Cardinals that you and I had talked about in the uh, pre draft stages. It was Elijah Molden from Washington. And of course, Caleb Farley, the uh, stud out of Virginia Tech. We'll see if he's good to go, you know, week one, a guy who had back surgery uh, before the draft. It's it's just interesting. And, and the historically bad pass rush, take into consideration as well, new coordinators on both sides of the ball. This is a game that the Cardinals should put up a 30-burger without breaking a sweat. You know, and we're going to find out. We've talked yeah. about this a lot. We're going to find out a lot about both sides of the ball here in this game. It's a perfect litmus test. This is one of the weaker, uh, one of the weaker defenses, as you mentioned, as Tyler Rowland mentioned yesterday as well. The Cardinals need to show that this offense is legit, and I think to Cliff Kingsbury's credit, and I've been one of his biggest critics this offseason. I don't think he's ever overmatched. He has the acumen to be an average head coach, but the expectations that he's going to elevate a roster that needs to be elevated to the next level is something that I think is out of his bounds. I don't think that's because if you're calling a coach overmatched, you're calling him dumb in a football sense in some capacity. You know, you're calling him his IQ isn't uh, high enough to be able to run an organization. That's not necessarily the case. He's just at the lower level, the lower of the totem pole across the NFL, in my opinion, when it comes to elevating, uh, elevating a team. So we'll find out immediately. You have 15 or 20 plays that you're going to script against a bad defense, a rookie, yeah. a potential rookie CB1 in, in uh, Caleb Farley, the apple of our eye with our locked on NFL mock draft. You know, the yeah. fact that like he was before his back injury, before all of the stuff came out about him, he was the first corner taken off the board during the early, early mock drafts for the locked on NFL mock draft with T- Trevor Sikkim and Benjamin Solak, who both moved on at this point. Caleb Farley was the guy. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. There's a lot of nuances right out of the gate with the Cardinals going into week one. Yeah, 6'2", sub 4-3-40. I mean, the guy's got all the tools. He played two seasons for the Hokies down there in Blacksburg, Virginia, and he balled out. Uh, but as far as, you know, I got to ask this. Does Cliff Kingsbury suffer from some sort of test anxiety? You know what I mean? Do you know like what test anxiety is? Like you could study as much as you want, know the material, but when it comes down to it, to crack out your number two pencil and fill out the uh, the the bubbles scantron. there, the scantron, he just fails, right? Like oh. he knows it, and then as far as you know, applying it and and kind of executing it, it seems like he he struggles. Um, I'm going to quote one of the top. Like this dude was on the top of the comedic world for about half a decade daniel tosh okay during one of his during his breakout stand-up years ago he said those that you know oh i'm you know i'm great at studying but i'm a bad test taker he said no that means you're stupid because (laughs) you you have the knowledge supposedly but you can't regurgitate it no it means you're stupid i mean that's i I didn't that's a paraphrase of his of his bit and it's true who cares i don't care that you can study and you if you can't show me 
Like, Bo, right. you're great until we turn the cameras on, and then this is what we get. So I'm used right. to it with you. So you're like the Cliff Kingsbury of the Lock On okay. Podcast Network. If, wow. If that's the case, like if that's the definition, no, I don't think so. I don't think he has any anxiety. I think that he lacks the ability to see outside of himself and a way to improve. He's trying to perfect yeah. his system when maybe his system needs to be perfected in a different capacity than what it is now. The uh, Cliff Kingsbury in that offense is going to be, if if not the biggest key to this uh, Arizona Cardinals winning in week one. We'll get into the keys to victory here coming up. We'll get a better glimpse at the both offensive and defensive sides of the football. We're going to see Zayvon Collins for the first time in a regular season game. Uh, you know, I mean, talk about being thrown to the flames right out of the gate. Zayvon Collins, I'll say it right now, I mean, he might bury the lead a little bit, but has the ball out. I mean, he's got one of the toughest tasks in the but NFL. we're not nervous That's- about him, are we? Like, it's the craziest thing that, like, he's he's not somebody that you're nervous about on no. this team, which not is wild, which is wild, and maybe completely unfounded. Yeah. Locked on Cardinals hanging out with you here on a Friday, gearing you up for Cardinals week one matchup against the Tennessee Titans. The NFL season about to begin. It's actually already begun. Dallas and the Bucks got after it last night, and the Locked On Podcast Network's hooking you up getting you prepared with Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview, taking you through every team, every division, with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason Lockenfora. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. It began August 30th. It continues. All right, it's wrapped up. Alex and I did ours with the uh, rest of the hosts from the NFC West. It's a great episode. I highly recommend you check that out if you want to kind of be locked in and dialed in for this season before it uh, really gets into full swing on Sunday. I also want to tell you about the best tasting protein bar on the planet. It's not even close. It's Built Bar. It's where healthy and it's where tasty collide. It, and it's only one place. Like you can have a tasty protein bar and you have to really compromise on the nutrition side. Or you can have a really nutritional one and you've got to compromise on taste. You don't have to do that with Built Bar. It has it has nine delicious flavors. Coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, salted caramel, to name a few. You got to figure out which one you are. You can get a mix box if you'd like. Each bar has 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories from 130 to 180, four to five grams of sugar, and four to five grams of net carbs. Go to built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your order. That's using the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, he's playing hurt. He's playing hurt for you. He looks like his head's going to explode. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, uh, I, this episode is brought to you by Claritin. Not clear <laughs> yet. Not clear yet. No. You know, I got to admit, like, between somebody who's battling allergies like you are right now and then, like, normal baseline Clancy, there's not that big of a difference. I mean. Because well, I'm a stud in both. I know. Thank you. I appreciate that. My face yeah, I, is, yeah. um, you know, at least I have some color in my skin now. You know, instead well, of being pasty white, you know, this is definitely an upgrade with that. Do you have any Kleenex? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, to avoid Arizona Cardinals fans having to, you know, reach for the box of Kleenex Sunday afternoon, what's it going to take for this team to nice not stumble out of the gates? Because so the Cardinals are a three point dog and we'll get into, you know, our predictions as far as the score and, and the total here. But, you know, what what's the biggest key to victory for the Arizona Cardinals, in your opinion? Scoring first scoring in the first quarter. Like if, if I'm the Cardinals and you win the toss, you take the ball. 
Like, let's not pussyfoot here. Get, you know, you know, jump around and say, you know what? No, you know, the right thing to do is get the defense on there and get the, no, you take the ball, you go down, you ram it down their throats, you score a touchdown. You know, that's what you do when you have, when you have a clear advantage, like the Cardinals offense does over the Tennessee Titans defense, you need to take advantage of it right away. Yeah, I mean, score. I mean, that it's it's as dumb as it sounds. That's the simplest thing. This is a team that needs to come out of the gates. They need to kind of just put, you know, to take the old stupid uh, saying from the old Arizona State team, left lane hammer down. But if you do that, you can. Uh, your defense is just like it was last year, where it can get you enough stops to win football games. It's going to come down to the offense performing, executing, converting on third downs, being efficient out there, and taking advantage of a weak defense in the Tennessee Titans. I mean, this is a Tennessee Titans defense that was it was pretty abused last year. I mean, Houston was in two tight games with them where they were scoring upwards of 30 points. You had the Jacksonville Jaguars, who had one win last year that scored 30 points on this defense. It was a brutal unit last year, and nothing – like, you can't tell me, like, Bud Dupree coming off a knee injury – and also playing opposite a guy like uh, T.J. Watt is going to be a difference maker, you know, any more so than who they had in the building last year. You know, you can talk about Autry in the middle of that defense. You can talk about the linebackers. It's just, I don't think it's enough, especially with what you've populated as far as your weapons in the Arizona Cardinals. Like, I hope we see, we're obviously going to see a healthy dose of DeAndre Hopkins. We're going to see, hopefully, a healthy dose of, of AJ Green and Rondell Moore and Christian Kirk, who we you know is kind of the forgotten guy who can make big plays on this offense, and it's also going to come down to to obviously the run game, having that run pass balance. Cardinals, if they do you know go over that thirty point uh, you know number, they're eight and one under Cliff Kingsbury. They have eighteen touchdowns on the ground. They have eighteen touchdowns in the air in those nine games. That's the balance you're looking for. Got to have it. Yeah, I mean, you need to see more playmakers than just Kyler. Like, and again, we'll hit the over under for his rushing yards in the third segment in our in our Friday five. But my dream for this year is for their offense to take a step forward while his running takes a step backwards. That's the dream. It's the dream scenario where you don't have to rely on it, but it's always a threat. You know, like like Patrick Mahomes is a perfect example, and I'm not comparing the two by any stretch. Patrick Mahomes, right when you forget that he can scamper for 20 yards. Maybe Russell Wilson's a better example. Right when you forget that Russell Wilson can eat up 25 yards really quickly in the middle of the field, he does it. And that's something that you want from Kyler Murray. Not, oh, let's you know bump here, make sure he's not running the ball, and then drop back into coverage. You want people to fear his arm more than you fear his legs. In, in right. a perfect scenario. You know, and you yeah, need... No- and you, as you mentioned, with the run game, when we say run game, and I think you agree with me here, that we're talking about the running backs. We're not talking about Kyler Murray. Because if right. Kyler Murray's the running game, then you just may as well say, if Kyler does this, if he puts up 400 all-purpose yards, they're going to win a bunch of games. You want it to yeah. be separate. You, you want it to be separate. Um, when you look at Josh Allen, and he had a spectacular season throwing the football last year, and it didn't, you didn't see a big drop-off from his rushing stats, but if you see Kyler Murray approach where Josh Allen was rushing the football, and he he had, what, eight, nine rushing touchdowns last year, and he's had eight or nine mostly every season, but he's around 500, eight, uh, 600 yards rushing. And I think that's the sweet spot. And, and you really want Kyler Murray to go out there and, and distribute the ball, get the ball to his playmakers, do everything you didn't see in that small sample size against the Kansas City Chiefs at uh, State Farm Stadium in week two of the preseason where 
everybody's like, oh crap, what's going to happen? You know, it's the Arizona Cardinals have a big time opportunity here. And if the offense can really just kind of hit the gas out of the gates, I think that they come out of there with a victory. I mean, in it, in a huge win. Yeah, it takes away. It takes away. I mean, especially as you said, if they come out of the gates and they score first and maybe put up, you know, back to back scoring drives and, you know, it takes away Tennessee's main threat, Derrick Henry. I mean, you could talk about AJ Green, AJ Brown. You could talk about uh, Julio Jones, but it takes away the, the, the play action pass and it, it takes away Derrick Henry. And if you look at the numbers, as far as Derrick Henry rushing the ball over a hundred yards, and and what the record is for the Tennessee Titans, and when he doesn't, it's it's not even close. In losses, he rushes around seventy five yards, uh, and he he's only got like six touchdowns over that span. But you know, as far as when when he rushes for over a hundred, he's got like thirty three touchdowns in those nineteen victories. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, since twenty nineteen. Yeah, if you ask video game Madden players what team they would want to play with most, the Cardinals have to be in the top five. Yeah. Top five, oh, yeah. top four. So if you can see some sort of semblance of that and not the three words in one sentence that have plagued the Arizona Cardinals since week one of the 2018 season when you and me, buddy boy, were sitting right next to each other in the press box when the Cardinals had five minutes of time of possession in the first half against the Washington professional football team with Alex Smith and Adrian Peterson's first game there. That's what it is. If you can master time of possession, you take Derrick Henry out of the game, as you mentioned. And obviously, if you put up some points, they have to throw the ball. If, if there's one weakness, kind of, to his game, it's catching the ball to the backfield, even though he's improved every year he's been in the league. But you're right. I mean, the best offense is not only putting up more points, but keeping the opposing offense on, on the pine, yeah. getting cold. And, you know, J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones, Marcus Golden, those guys, if they are relentless – we know that Ryan Tannehill, when under pressure, can become a very pedestrian to below average quarterback. Like you can make, if he doesn't have the time to drop back and have the luxury of the play action pass being a weapon, he just becomes very pedestrian, as many quarterbacks in this league do. And like his, his uh, I mean, in, in losses, Ryan Tannehill is, is, his completion percentage goes from about 70 to 60. And that's what you need for, for a big W. And, you know, Zayvon Collins, his assignment becomes, slow down Derrick Henry. And that's easier said than done. I mean, that's that's nearly impossible. But I think I expect to see a lot of Jordan Hicks in this game. A guy who was named team captain, something that we, we didn't get to get to because of the crossover, but the team named team captains. And, and Jordan Hicks, that, that was a cool nod for him. Uh, and and a, a kind of a, the team embracing him, despite, you know, what was in the media, what he said at a press conference and open training camp. And I expect, you know, against the rushing offense like this, Jordan Hicks is going to be key in this game. Yeah, it's going to be linebacker on linebacker crime, and one of the linebackers is the Tennessee's running back. You know, I mean, yeah. he's big, and we'll see what happens. Like, this is going to be – this is, like, if you could pick the best possible matchup opponent for the Cardinals in week one, not too, not too good, not too bottom feeder. They've got high points. They've got low points. It's probably the Titans. I mean, everything. Yeah. We're going to find out so much. And obviously, there's going to be overreaction Monday. I'm going to overreact. You're going to overreact a little to what we see. But we're going to get as much of a litmus test as one 60-minute game can show with all of the question marks the Cardinals have. All of yep. them. Like, what if Isaiah Simmons comes out 
and he's mauling after the quarterback. And we're seeing J.J. Watt get double-teamed, and Chandler Jones get double-teamed, and the A-gap and B-gap just open wide, and you see a 6'3", 250-pound man with a sub-4, 440 speed just run after and ball hawk Ryan Tannehill. Like, we don't expect anything from Isaiah Simmons at all. You know, you're happy that he doesn't look lost anymore, but if Isaiah Simmons becomes a main cog in this defense, everything changes. You're yeah. not as worried about the cornerback room anymore. You're not as worried about Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt's sack totals because we're probably going to be looking at that as a composite number between the two of them this year. Like, so many things could happen and so many things could go wrong. Like, we, we have so, it's going to be incredible. Like, I'm going to be on the seat of my, like, I, you, neither you nor I grew up a, a Cardinals fan. We're going to be on the edge of our damn seats for all yeah. 60 minutes. Like, what is going to happen? I'm so excited now. Damn yeah. it. I'm getting it. that. I mean, yeah. I'm super excited now, but at 48 hours now, the floodgates are open. Sure. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy hanging out with you. And we're going to give our, uh, as far as the Cardinals 2021 season, what we think their record's going to be. That's coming up next. Plus we'll look at the spreads in this game. We'll give you game prediction. Are we going to do player of the game as well? We should probably should throw that in there, right? Offensive, yeah, defensive side of the, of the football. That's Let's right. do Old it. School. Let's wrap things up. Oh, we're here. We're right there. It's it's a game preview. It's actually here. It's Locked On Cardinals. Part of your Locked On Podcast Network talking about those spreads. The Arizona Cardinals, three-point dogs on the road. Football, yeah, you've got NFL already. It's here, and you've got college football. Had a big weekend last weekend and got another one on tap. Bet Online is your number one spot for all your pro and college football action this season. Hopefully you got in, of course, on the super promo last night where uh, you basically couldn't lose. But also... Right now, Bet Online's got the odds, props, contests, and including Online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest, the world's largest 200,000 NFL survivor contest. Open now at Bet Online. And guess what? You live in Arizona. You can go to betonline.ag with really no guilt at all. Head over to the website, use the mobile device, sign up today, receive your 100% welcome bonus. Bet Online, fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet on Online, your online sports book experts. Cardinals three-point dogs. Just mentioned it. I mean, looking at this one from Bet Online, plus three, started at two and a half when the schedule was released. I'll pull that back up. You'll get a uh, score prediction from us. That will answer your spread. We've got a total of 52. My God. Talk about if you want to root for some points. And it was interesting when we talked to Todd uh, Furman. Yeah. He's like, everything has to go perfect. Like, we can't see a whole lot of Matt Prater field goals for to hit that 52. So, what are predictions will be as far as, as far as the final score that'll answer our total and then we've got a little proppy little prop bet kyler murray on a uh, very polarizing subject from this offseason about how often he should run the football kyler murray rushing yards will be our prop bet and it's our is it uh what's our five our five <laughs> our what's five the name our of- game winner yeah score yeah spread over under prop of the week Prop Friday of the five. week. Friday five. Uh, you want to give the Arizona Cardinals record prediction right now? Yeah, let's do it right now. Um, oh, man. This is brutal. We actually have to. Um, yeah, it's finally here. But looking at the schedule, tell me where you can find eight wins. Just tell me where you can find them. I'm going to say eight. Finish eight and nine. Mm. Cliff Kingsbury gets fired. Steve Keim gets a contract extension, I'm sure. <laughs> you know? Uh, the the more they lose, the more Bidwell loves him. I say eight right. and nine, and it's. I mean, it's it, like 
Matt Prater joining the team is going to be huge. You know, hope he stays healthy the whole year. I mean, you know, he's 155 years old, but he's going to have, you know, a huge impact on this organization where Zane, Zane Gonzalez fell short last year. But I say eight and nine. I, I, I can find 10 wins on this season. It's changing the narrative and it's doing a lot of what they, they kind of created some goodwill for themselves last year by winning on the road right out of the gates in Santa Clara against the San Francisco 49ers. They got to beat Sean McVay and the LA Rams for the first time, right? That's got to happen. That's got to be one of the things that they, they kind of uh, check off their list, but you know, they've got to probably finish 500 or better in the division. I think that they can win 10 games. I think they can honestly go 10 and seven with a more consistent kicking game. You know, you can take wins, you know, they, they should win this game. I think, I think that they should be the team to win this game. Uh, I think their home opener is a very winnable game. I think Jacksonville is a very winnable game. And then you got a game against, you know, Houston. You think you'll split with the 49ers. Carolina, that should be a W. Depending on who's quarterback for the Bears, probably a W. Win against Detroit. Indy is a team that's interesting. And then Dallas, you know, you think that could be a W as well. I just, I think that as long as you continue to change the narrative and Cliff Kingsbury shows that he belongs, especially as a play caller, you can reach that with the talent on this roster. No so, doubt about it. I'm so saying they, 10 and 7. Okay, so they started 2-0 and in division last year, finished 2-4. and um, right. With the most favorable situation possible, with two backup quarterbacks, Week 16 and Week, week 17, back-to-back with the 49ers and Rams, respectively. They started 2-0, and they ended 2-4. and They've got to win three division games to get yeah. to 10. Because that means that they're going to be... Sure. That means they'd be 7-2 and two out of division. With the NFC North, AFC South... And the couple extras with you know um, with Carolina and and uh, whoever else it, it was oh Dallas it, the bonus ones they got to win seven of those suckers and that's that's the, like okay just full disclosure I hope they win seventeen games okay that's not what we're <laughs> talking about here this isn't being negative on purpose right. this is just looking at the schedule and looking at how lucky they got last year with the quarterbacks they they faced they came up short revision is his like this isn't revisionist history this is what we're used to. So that's where right. it wins could definitely turn into 10 could turn into 11, but we need to see early. They need to win on. They need to win on Sunday if they want to win 10 games, because this is one of the more winnable games, even though it's on the road against a playoff team. Yeah. And if, if Jimmy Garoppolo comes out week one and shows that he is, he's not the guy he was in 2019. Like if San Francisco is poo poo again, like you got, you got to sweep them. You do. You just have to like in Seattle, like Seattle and Dallas. I look at those two teams and I'm like, man, they didn't do nearly enough that they for for their defense there's no way they can make a living and you know obviously Dallas was horrible last year without Dak Prescott but like Seattle there's no way to to survive that way by giving up that many points and you know I don't care how many sacks Jamal Adams racks up it doesn't matter I mean it doesn't impact the game enough I mean Kyler Murray could get sacked four times all by Jamal Adams and still pick Seattle apart like he did in the overtime winner I, I just, you know, I think that they they should win three games in their division, take care of business at least at home, and really get that that McVay monkey off their back. They yeah. have to. Yeah, for, no, for sure. And I mean, let's let's so let's pivot to the Friday five here. Todd Furman said let's one other interesting thing. He said the numbers at three, but don't be surprised if it comes back closer to two and a half. Right? He said no. something that Arizona, yeah. and with that, I am picking the Cardinals to win. I'm picking the Cardinals to win on Sunday. And this is this was a late revelation for me. It's gonna be. <laughs> Like 1,298 to 1,186 points wise, but I yeah. think the Cardinals are going to get a W because they have to. You know, 
they have to. So I think they're going to get a W. Bo, your win-loss. Or who's going to win the game? I think the Arizona Cardinals win this game, it, it, but it's going to come down to the offense. It really is. I mean, we can look really stupid depending on what offense, which offense shows up week in and week out this year. It, it really is going to make us look foolish because on paper they should win a lot of games, but if they don't, you know, it's going to be it's going to come down to the offense. It's not going to come down to that secondary because if that pass rush can be as special as people think it can be, you know, that's going to be a big difference maker. Uh, but as far as how they match up, this actually a playoff team that the Arizona Cardinals are taking on in week one. This is a favorable matchup. As far as, you know, yeah, obviously we're taking the Arizona Cardinals plus three. We'll right. take that, maybe even money line it. But then you look at the total on this one. Let's take a look. What's our final score prediction for the Arizona Cardinals? Uh, I think the Cardinals are going to put up 34 points. I think it's going to be like 34-27-ish. So I think, they, yeah. I think the over is going to be hammered. I mean, I think they're going to score. There's going to be 30 points score in the first half. Um, so I think 34, 27 Cardinals. I think the Cardinals can win 31 to 24, but that's them getting out to a pretty comfortable lead. And then we'll see what their running backs look like playing and trying to, you know, take the air out of the football and run clock. So if you're looking at 31 to 24, you know, that's, uh, that's looking pretty good as well. I mean, well taking the over. Yep. So, and then uh, as far as the season win total, we we told you eight and a half. I have it over. You have it uh, just under, under at eight, correct? And then and then the final one for the Friday five, Kyler Murray's rushing yards thanks to betonline.ag is 43 and a half for Sunday, which is, it's like, why why would you ever bet on anything ever? It's it's such a, like a teaser, like I'm I'm taking the under happily. And I think that they're going to try and prove that Kyler Murray can be a quarterback that can be effective and efficient behind the line of scrimmage. So I'm taking the under foolish. of 43 and a half. You're foolish. You're oh, foolish cool. for doing that. He only, he only rushed for a, under that many yards in seven games last year, and they were primarily at the end of the year. I mean, one of the games he, he barely even played against the Los Angeles Rams in the finale. So six of the 16 games, give me Kyler Murray. Rushing over 43 and a half. That's that's an easy over. It's a fun over. Give me Kyle. I mean, he could do it in, in two rushes. So it's going to be fun. As far as their players of the game, offensive, defensive players of the game, real quick. Um, offensive, I think, needs to be Chase Edmonds. Like, we need to see it. Like, you know what you're going to get from DeAndre Hopkins. You think you know. Like, AJ Green's been written off by everybody, except for Lewis Riddick and Josh Weinfuss, you know, and 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 me. Like we're the the triumvirate of AJ Green lovers, you know, and uh, obviously there's more, but um, Rondell Moore, we don't know. It's a wild card. He doesn't have to be. It's got to be Chase Edmonds. Show us, show us, show us the eagle maniacal Steve Kime that he's right for once. Show us that, that you're an RB one. I'd love to see it. He'd be a great face of this backfield. Like really, he would. And then defensive, it's like it's David Collins, and it's right away. It's like let's see what you got, kid. We've seen, you know, he was behind the line of scrimmage for the Dallas Cowboys on the first or second snap of defense in his in his preseason career. Let's see it. Let's see it. Twenty five. I'm ready. Can I say the offensive line? Always like to change things. Like when we do, well, we did the thing with the ultimate crossover when we're stealing a player from a different team as an exercise. You're like, I want Sean McVay. 
Yeah. It's just, it's, you just make your own rules. Do whatever the hell you want. You know, do whatever I you want. I'm done talking. There's going to be a lot of clean pockets for Kyler Murray. And that might actually be detrimental to him hitting the 43 and a half because they're, they're, you're still not going to see a pass rush from this Tennessee Titans defense. Uh, I think that there's it's going to be a fairly clean pocket from the offensive line. Hopefully, you know, that would supplement your guy, Chase Edmonds, who you picked. I mean, if I have to pick one guy, you know, moving people around, obviously you, you, the the new guy, Rodney Hudson, he just uh, he just settles down the offensive line and gets them ready to roll uh, and, and is kind of the leader out there, the anchor of the offensive line. That's what I'll say. But if I have to say somebody else, DeAndre Hopkins goes nuts in this game. I think he goes nuts. How many are you choosing? Well, There's no, only 11 I, I, guys, you just took 11% of them. Me, if you're going to make me go with like somebody who's yeah, going go to with one person, like the yeah, exercise Hud- said, Rodney Hudson, defensive okay, like side it. of the football, defensive side of the football, Justin James, what <laughs> is going to, he's going to, he's going to get a sack, hopefully tip some footballs and he's going to make uh Ryan Tannehill look like Miami Dolphins, Ryan Tannehill, hopefully, but there you go. Like there are your predictions. We can uh, talk for another hour about this. Should we just I don't keep going? Make sure you're catching up with me on the Locked On NFL podcast on Monday. But first, before that, Alex and I halftime show of the Cardinals game. We're yeah. going to do it each and every halftime. Join us. Your thoughts mixed with our thoughts. It's just going to be a big party. And uh, hopefully we're talking about good play that happened in the first half. And then also Thursdays. Alex is going to join the Lockdown NFL crew, him and Tyler, who you heard on a crossover. They've uh, they've got a great show set up for you that starts next week, next Thursday. So you're going to get two Cardinals hosts on your national podcast, the Lockdown NFL podcast. Yep, RJ and Yuma spoke it into existence. He said, why is Bo <laughs> doing anything other than Lockdown Cardinals? And you're not. I said, I agree. I should have got right. that gig. But luckily now, Bo and I will yep. be the only co-hosts in the, on the Lockdown Podcast Network to both have a different day doing a different podcast. So um, thank you to everybody who's watched, who's listens. I mean, we wouldn't be able to do it without you. So really appreciate it. Absolutely. We shifted to a world where talent doesn't matter. And Alex gets to host <laughs> along, <laughs> along with me on the national, national stage. We That's gonna- my nose is about to explode. Can we stop? Yeah. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you at halftime of Arizona Cardinals football. And uh, of course, betting, on the NFL and the Cardinals doesn't have to be a guessing game. Listen to new Lockdown Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get your daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you guys on Sunday at halftime.